welcome to a brand new rendition and endition. I like that. We're ending it already. Hey, this is Shap from Guys on the Radio, our normal podcast. We're doing something a little bit different this time. We are bringing in a new group, a new uh, podcast, I guess you could say, uh, limited run special for the Star of Rock Wedding Experts. So, hi, my name is Shap, the guy behind the board over there. I don't know if he wants to put the camera on him. He's uh, another face you've seen. He's like, no, that's JC. He's back there. He'll be saying hi, too. <laughs> and now going around the room, uh, there's JC waving. Going around the room here on microphone right next to me here, this is Emily from Flowers Plus. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Our next two on two microphones here on this side on the room, we have Seth and Mary Morris from Seth Morris Photography. Hey. Hello. Are we still muted? No, we're not <laughs> muted anymore. Hello. And then on this side of the room, if we get, we get the camera changed a little bit, we have Jenny Ralston from uh, Star, of Rock, uh, Star of Rock Lodge and the wedding coordinator. She is, a, the, what's your official title? Director of Sales. Director of Sales. And we are coming from Star of Rock Lodge. It's the place to be, as the uh, Beastie Boys said. So, And right next to her is uh, Kelly, Kelly Champlin. She is with... Uh, sisters stress-free planning service so and we're here to talk to you about some of the different challenges things like that just questions we get a lot as wedding experts or not wedding experts but as wedding vendors in the area so we're calling ourselves the star rock wedding experts because between all of us i don't know how many years we have combined doing weddings how long have you been doing weddings emily 11 years 11 years seth and mary 13 yeah, but we kind of sucked at the beginning, so I would say officially like 10. Eh, <laughs> uh, 13 sounds good. We got our business license the other day, and it was like 11 years. All right, so let's go 13, just because that was a higher number. So 13 is 24. Yeah. 15. All right, so we're 24. That's a, that's a 39. Uh, Kelly? About eight years. Eight years? All right, so... Uh, I'm still a newbie. Okay, so 47. <laughs> JC, we are first wedding in 2001. 2001. And then we took, you can't cut to that picture. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look on Facebook because that can, picture was but, uh, amazing. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's going on 18 years, but I mean, we did have a little gap in between. So, But we'll just go 18 because it's the high number. So combined between, actually, it'd be 18 times 2. So that's 36 plus 47. So 83 years. That's 83 years of combined wedding experience. <laughs> so you're like, I'm already tuned out. I don't want to hear anything from these guys. So we have kind of a series of questions that we kind of thought up that you know could help you guys when it comes to picking the right vendor or maybe things that could just help you as far as wedding planning is concerned so and uh, we're gonna start with a photography question here so our first question and uh, this may be one that Seth and Mary are more uh, keyed in with because they are photographers but I think anybody or all of us are welcome to chime in on it so question for the table Seth and Mary we'll start with you guys too to weigh in first Posed versus captured pictures, captured shots. So when it comes to weddings and people, hey, can you get a group of us together and pose this? I mean, that's more kind of an old style of photography, right? It's not really the photojournalism, which is more yeah. modern aspect. I think modern, we try to make it look like it was unposed, even though it was posed. So if you look at the pictures of the bride and groom, their photographer told them to stand there and to do that. Like they pose them, but they try to make it feel by having them interact or do something that it, it seems candid because of their interaction or because of where they are or whatever. I think wedding photography is probably 80% capturing just what's happening in the room or in the ceremony or in the reception and probably 20% of it is setting up the picture. And probably a very small percentage of it is actually like 
getting in your face and moving hairs and moving arms and doing all this. And that's more like the family picture time in front of the fireplace or wherever, where it's like you have to be specific about where everyone's standing so they can see the camera. Um, but I think it's kind of come into the new age of where you know we have the wedding party standing over here and walking or doing something, interacting, so that it feels less formal and less staged yeah so it yeah. is staged but you have movement it is, so you're yeah. still capturing right. yeah so we, i think you still need to have the aspect of like the newspaper picture you know where you're like hand on the chest mm -hmm. like everyone needs that one prom pose in front of the church <laughs> everyone's going to do that one and you got to have that one but um i think that's a very small percentage of what wedding photographers do anymore seth Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how our business is done. Wait, you have a You're podcast. Welcome. You have your own podcast. Uh, He's only one drunk. ham in. He's only you, one ham in. He's you, you, as I say, you can go ahead and tell everybody your podcast. You can promote it. Oh, I don't care. Have fun. Uh, I don't know if you want. People. Yeah, you probably don't want to. Yeah, it's very political. You have a very specific so do. audience. It's the anyway. Drunken Cousins show. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Anybody have any thoughts about posts versus capture pictures they want to weigh in on? I do not. I leave it to the professionals. Yeah. That's not my expertise. I agree. Uh, I just, you know, I've seen it. I've seen sometimes even where I've seen the difference in, in photographers that are good at capturing the moment. And then I've seen others who will, in the middle of dancing, almost stop people and pose them to take their pictures. Yeah, I think that that's a definitely an, a style issue of like mm -hmm. what type of photographer you choose. Sure. So, you know, for me and for our business, it's about kind of setting up the moment and then letting the moment happen. So I want the moment to happen in this light over here. So I kind of put the people in that light or I shoot towards that light or whatever it is. But I kind of let them interact or be who they are without a whole lot of my say so. But there are, and I would say that's more photojournalistic style, documentary style, versus like super artistic photographers. They have to set it up because they need certain elements to be right for the composition sure. of their shot. And so those are the people who are gonna specifically set it up um, and, and make it more posed. And then as far as like asking, you know, breaking the moment and asking people to do things. I think that's just an older photographer yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Like I feel like that we've seen videographers even with like the whole tripod and this whole stand, this light that they move around and that's how they did it 10 or 15 years ago. But I feel like we're getting away from that. Yeah. And so it's less expected. Hey, you brought up something uh, that I wanted to touch on just cause it's something that we still see every now and again uh, as people, as a DJ in the industry, who's there for the whole night and seeing differences in photographers and such. Uh, you brought up the light and wanting people in a certain light and things like that. How much, uh, you know, do you guys, obviously if you could control the light 100%, say I want the lights in the room this way, you could, it would be preferred, but I mean, you guys pretty much, I, I work with you guys a ton, and you guys almost always are able to adapt and adjust to any light, aren't you? Yeah, for the most part, we bring flashes with us. Sure. So that like in Star of Rock, when they turn the lights off in the dancing room, if they don't have any drapery or any lights, it gets dark in there. So we have to have a flash. Nowadays, the cameras, especially with our mirrorless camera, you can take pictures like in almost dark and it still turns out. It's amazing that the technology is catching up to that. But our, our, our number one thing would be natural light is what we want to have. Number one, because you're going to look best in natural light. Like it's more flattering. 
Um, Why isn't this podcast outside? I'm and I know. <laughs> we look terrible in here. Yeah. And number two, um, obviously, would be a well lit without shadows because sometimes when you have spotty lighting, then it's it's hard to control that, especially like during a ceremony when we we can't control it. We're way far away or whatever the situation is. So um, most wedding photographers will bring lights with them that they need. We bring video lights and we bring um, like flashes for for that purposes. Gotcha. So, but you know, Christmas lights are like my favorite thing ever. Up lighting that you guys do is my favorite thing because I put it behind the subject so when people are dancing, it's behind them and it just makes the wall look pink or blue or mm -hmm. the Christmas lights kind of blur in the background and they look really pretty. So those types of things are our favorite just to like accessorize the shot almost mm -hmm. in the background. Um, and I love, you know, good DJ lights are like my favorite. I hate the like little stroby little dots that get all over everyone. <laughs> but I love your guys' lights. Very I love the up lights. Yeah, most DJs well, don't put it on during that. They shouldn't put them on during that. Yeah, they shouldn't. It's, yeah, it's, it shouldn't. <laughs> doesn't mean that they don't. <laughs> all right. And, and I think lighting is honestly a huge issue, especially with a unique facility like ours. Like, you have to come in being prepared for it. And there's a lot of photographers that aren't prepared. And with us, it's all or nothing, on or off, pretty much. So. Right, that's true. And the Great Hall is not that easy because it's very high mm -hmm. and the ceiling is dark. So you can't bounce flash off of it like you can in the KFC Hall. You know, like there's a lot of things that that people don't understand about photography, obviously, if you're not a photographer. But, you know, that's what I tell people, you know, future brides or grooms looking at potential photographers is look at a venue similar to yours. So if you're getting married at Star of Rock, ask them if they have shot here, see the weddings here, or see something in like a dark, dark ceiling, you know, with high light cabin type look and see what they have. Because, you know, seeing their pictures in like some well-lit ballroom is not going to show you if they can actually shoot here. Because this is not the easiest venue to shoot. Right. And so, um, or, or to DJ, like I think it's important to have vendors who've been here before because it's not the easiest, you know, venue. More on that to come on a future episode of <laughs> oh, the my bad. Star Rock ahead, Wedding Oh no, you're great. That's a great point. Uh, but we, uh, we're going to have a series of these for you to kind of pick and choose with different topics that you want to watch and learn more about here with the Starbrock Wedding Experts. And anybody else have anything for our pose versus capture photography? I don't think so. So with that, we're going to wrap this one up for our first episode of the Starbrock Wedding Experts. Tune in for another episode shortly on your favorite viewing or listening platform.